everyone. Welcome back to the Excel Still More podcast. I am your host, Chris Emerson, and we are here to talk about tips and strategies that we can employ to help us grow in our faithfulness to God, to reach new heights, to excel still more. Thanks for joining. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Today, we're going to talk about excelling still more in four unique areas of your life. Our episode title is Fourfold Excellence. Now, I can't come out and say which areas you want to grow in. I mean, you made your own list back in episode one, and I guess everybody's will be a little bit different. But I can tell you the four distinct areas where I want to get better in 2019. I'm working on it now, and I'm committed to see it through and see how far it can go. So what I'd like to do is tell you about the four areas where I'm putting emphasis, see if you kind of relate to that, tell you a bit about it, and then ask you a question or two. So hang in there with me a minute, and I'll have a question or two for you. So these four things, you could call them many different things, but I've chosen words that start with the letter F just because it helps me remember. So here's the first one. My faith. I want to grow in faith. Lord, increase my faith. I want to depend on him more. I want to let go of things that have been holding me back. And as always, I'd like to see that show up in a very real way in deeper, more beneficial Bible study, in more heartfelt and emotional prayer, in greater service and more intense worship. I want to see my faith get better. That's the first thing. The second one is friendships or relationships. I would like to see the relationships of my inner circle and those who are closer to me get better. In other words, I really want to bring more value. I want to be a more valuable friend. And I'm talking about with my kids, with my wife, with everybody God's put in my life. I want to see all of that get better. So that's the second thing is friendships. The third one is finances. You know, that's something I've been pretty disciplined about for most of my life, but I see a lot of areas where that could go better. I want a better handle on where the money's going, on how I'm spending it, what's going on with little debts that pop up here to the left and to the right. And from a spiritual perspective, I'd like a better grip on where that money's going so that I could see if I'm really honoring God the way that I should be. Number four, and I'll recap them all in a moment, number four is fitness. Oh boy. Are we really going to talk about that? Fitness for me is diet and exercise, but more than that, it's just trying to keep my body capable of doing good things. I'm getting a little bit older, and if you're not careful and you just let that happen to you, or if I let that happen to me, you get a little more achy, the weight starts to gain, and all of a sudden you don't have the energy or ability to do the things that you once did. I'm still raising some kids here, and I think that God has a lot of work for me to do And so I'm committed to seeing how far I can go in increasing my fitness. So there you have it. Four things. Your faith, your friendships, your finance, and your fitness. Now I have a question for you, okay? Of those four, which one is going the best for you right now and which one is going the worst? If I came in and said, Which one of these are you doing the best at in terms of growth? You're getting better. You're applying yourself. It's making a difference. You're seeing things grow. Which one would you say was the one in which you were having the most success? So let me give you just a second to think about that. And then, as I mentioned a moment ago, which one are you having the most trouble with? Which one would you say, man, not only am I not hanging in there, honestly, it's just kind of getting worse. I'm letting it go. Uh, could be any one of these four, but I'd like for you to identify that. We're going to talk about both of those a little bit as we move along. 
And I'm not assuming your answer here. I think that there are a lot of people probably who would say, the thing I'm getting better at is my faith. It really matters. It's the most important thing. And I'm trying to be more committed to God, etc. That's the one that I give myself the highest marks of effort for. That's fair. I think a lot of people would say that. And on the other end, you might say it's fitness. I just have not been getting with it this year. Every time I drive by a Taco Bell, I black out for 30 minutes and I wake up with mild sauce on my lips. You know, I get it. There are people who would say that they're not doing well with that. On the other hand, you may be in a totally different boat on this. You may be someone who says, look, as far as faith and fitness go, I'm just kind of hanging in there. I don't know if I'm getting better or not. I'm just sort of plugging along. But you know, friendships, that's my thing. I really try to bring value to relationships and serve other people and be a part of their lives in a positive way. And I know a lot of people like that. That might be the one that they would choose. And on the other hand, they may say, you know, really the one that plagues me is finance. I'm so emotional and connected to people that I don't think about the technical things like numbers on a screen and how much money that I have. And you'll hear any number of variations of that. So here's the big punchline today. This is where we're going with this. If you are great at any one of these, you can be great at them all. Do you believe that? Now, you might be thinking, no, I can't. There are some that I'm just better at than others. I beg to differ. Listen to me carefully. If you are being successful and growing in any one of these areas, the one that you said that you're best at, there are things that you are doing from the inside out. There are things that you've determined about that. There are choices you are making related to that. There's a commitment level in you pushing in that direction, and you're seeing results. The point is, if all that's inside of you, it's there. It's yours. It's you. You have that capability. Just because you're only pointing it in one of four directions doesn't mean that you can't point it in every direction and in everything that you do. So I want to try to illustrate that with a few points to add to this today, okay? Let's just take faith, for instance. That's the one that most people focus on, increasing our faith. The Bible tells us to do that. And let me give you a list of five things that I'm doing at times when my faith is growing. This was not a very difficult list to make. If you said, Chris, when your faith is really changing and you're transforming your character, what are some things that are happening? No problem. I can make that list right now. When I'm doing that, number one, I am committed to care. I've decided that it matters. It's important to me. I care about this. I want to know God better. I want to experience God's power more. I want to get in the book, get to worship. It's care that drives everything, and when that's in place, my faith is headed in the right direction. Which, by the way, is a second thing. Not only is it care, but I need a clear direction. When I just let my faith kind of plug along and I decide that I care, but I don't know where it's going, guess where it goes? It goes nowhere just sort of plugs along. But when I decide intentionally, I know what greater faith looks like. Greater faith is when I stop complaining about this thing over here or stop worrying about that thing over there, and I decide that it belongs to God. That's what greater faith looks like. That's my direction. That's where I want to get. Or maybe I look at a certain level of Bible study, or if you're somebody who doesn't worship very faithfully, you may look in the future and say, My faith is going to get stronger, and I'll know it because I've got a direction here, and I want to become someone who worships more faithfully. And so when you have care and you can see the direction you want to go, that's incredibly useful in your journey. Number three is I pursue an education. When I decide that I care about something and I see where I want to go, I have to recognize that I'm not there yet for a reason. 
And usually that reason is I'm undereducated. Maybe it's just that I'm not applying the education, be wise, small. But sometimes it's because I don't know how to make this difference. I've tried before and I just haven't figured it out. So with faith, what I do is I go try to get a better education. Part of that is just deciding I'm going to open the New Testament every day and I'm going to be looking for things that God will teach me to help me get better. Part of it is just reaching out to somebody who knows, you know, listening to a podcast or a sermon or reading some articles. Let me get out there and find out, get educated on how to make my faith change, and then I can go out and I can make those changes. Number four, and we will recap all these in just a minute. Number four is I value personal discipline. Yeah, I know this is going to be hard. I'm not sitting back here thinking, okay, number one, if I decide I care about my faith, and number two, I know what greater faith looks like, and number three, I just read a really cool book, it's just going to happen for me. I know that's not the case. If this was easy, everybody would be doing it. Personal discipline is a part of this. I accept that it's going to be hard, and I'm kind of excited about that, because the harder it is, and the more devoted I am to push through that, the better I'm going to feel about myself, and really, the more of a difference it will make. There are two prongs to that idea of discipline. I know that this means I'm going to have to get out and do some things I haven't been doing. It's going to be hard, like when you start running or something. But I'm willing to embrace that discipline. Secondly, it means I'm going to have to put off some gratification and maybe even say no to things altogether. Just say, hey, that is not a part of my life and I'm not accepting it. That's not going to be easy, especially if it's been holding my faith back before and I've gotten comfortable with it. But I understand that discipline is a part of this. And then fifthly and finally, when my faith is growing, I yearn for a community. I surround myself with believers. That inner circle stuff we talked about in episode seven, I get with men who are really getting with the program when it comes to God. I have long Bible conversations with Christian men. We have Christian families over at our home. We spend a lot of time after services on Sunday night and Wednesday night talking about our journey and what's important to us. And that community supports me. It helps me stay strong. Okay, so let's recap this. When my faith is growing, I'm committed to care. I choose a clear direction and goal. I pursue more of an education on the topic. I come to embrace the value of discipline. And I surround myself with a strong community. Okay, so chances are that's probably true for you if your faith is growing. And if you're having trouble with your faith, then please consider putting into place some of the things from that list. But here's our point. My point is, if I'm able to do that, then I'm able to do that. And I can take all of those same things that I've proven the ability to do, and I can push them in a different direction. I can decide to apply those same five things to friendships, to relationships, to become a better friend, to become more reliable, to do more good works for people that I care about. I can apply all five of those things to my financial life. I can say, all right, turns out I do care if I have money in the bank, and I do care if I'm able to help others. And I can see by the end of 2019 what a better financial situation would look like. And I've been doing a little bit of reading and talking to some people in better financial shape than me, and I've gone through some of the Dave Ramsey stuff. I've got my education, and I know it's going to be hard, and I don't care about that. In fact, I hope it's hard. Because if it's hard, it means I'm really doing something. I'm paving a new way. I'm crossing new country, and it's going to lead to something awesome. And you know what? I'm not going to do this by myself. I'm going to find some other people who've been financially successful. Remember, you are the average of the people you spend the most time with, the five people. I'm going to bring some people in who are doing well with that. 
And when I first start to struggle, I'm going to go talk to them about that. Or I'm going to make a connection to somebody at church. I will get there because I am surrounded by support. See what I'm saying? You can do this with all of it. And look, you look at this list of four things, and the problem is Christians look at it and say, well, faith is the only one that matters. You know, the other ones, finance and friendship or fitness, those things don't matter at all. I'm just not sure that's true. I could take you all the way through the New Testament, and I could show you that true, consistent faith is amazing at friendships. That, frankly, your relationship with God is proven through the kind of friend you are to the people God puts in your life. I can show you direct connection between your finances, your wisdom in finances, how you earn money, what you do with that money, whether or not you're able and willing to share that money. And I can connect that to your relationship with God in a dozen places. And so to say that these others don't matter is not the right approach. Here's the big one, though, and I saved it. I saved it for last. What about fitness? Somebody says, it doesn't matter if I lay on the couch or I get out and motion is lotion, I start exercising or whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have anything to do with my soul or heaven or hell. Well, look, I'm not talking about heaven or hell here. That's God's business. But I am here to tell you that in Romans chapter 12, the Bible talks about you've been given a body, and God wants you to use that body to exercise your gifts. Maybe it's teaching or serving or what capacity. Last time I checked, I use my body for just about all of my Christian service. I use my brain. I use my mouth to speak. I use my hands to help. I use my feet to get there. I use my body. And to me, if I let my body way earlier than it should run out of energy or ability, or I, through a non-disciplined approach, lose that energy or ability... I just feel like I'm robbing God of opportunities to use my body as a living sacrifice. So I at least want to keep it in a condition where it can be valuable to Him. So in that sense, I've decided to put more focus on fitness. One, I decided to care. Two, I created some direction of where I wanted to go and what I wanted to look like. Three, I've been seeking a better education. I've read about it. I've talked to some friends who are successful. I figured out a few things that even the Bible has said about the way you care for the body. Four, it's hard, and I'm okay with that. I've decided to embrace discipline from the things that I have to do, like 30 minutes of exercise every day, uh, to the things that I have to stop doing, like eating donuts, and there's a donut place right across the street right now. And fifth, I've really worked the community. Even with something like fitness, you just have to spend time with fit people, and people who value the health of their body and enjoy living life without pain, and they're really using those opportunities in the service of God. So I hope that you see that if you have the strength in one, you have the strength in all, and that's a pretty exciting prospect. As we conclude, I just couldn't get out of my mind Colossians 3, where it talks about whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord, or 1 Corinthians 10, where it says, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. I'm not here to tell you that God's going to judge you eternally if you don't have any money in the bank. But what I am here to tell you is that if we take this simple set of principles and we fold them over four times and apply them in all of these directions, I am certain that I can glorify God in every one of these areas if I am willing to get better. So think about this today. Look at your life. See excellence in your future, but not just excellence in one thing, fourfold excellence.
If you found this helpful today and you would like to support the program, there are three great things you could do. Make sure that you go to iTunes or the podcast app and subscribe, leave a rating, and also a review. That would really help us out. Don't forget to share with people that you care about. And remember, you can follow along on Facebook at the Excel Still More page. I hope you have a great day. And remember, whatever you choose to do today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Excel Still More.